Hey, you guys, this is Sarah Kroger, and I am so excited to talk to you guys today. You know, someday I imagine that I'll have a fun theme song, but for today, I'm a mom in a basement waiting for my kids to bust in like winners of some strange contest, you know, where the winner is the one who gets to find mom in the most awkward or unfortunate time. But whatever else is true today, I want you to go about your business with the belief that you were loved into existence on purpose, with purpose, and for purpose. And that that purpose isn't just to make it to bedtime. Welcome to another episode, my friends. I am here to give you part three of our Life as a Garden series. And we are going to dive right in. I have to give you a warning that I might use a couple of bad words today because it fits with my metaphor. Um, so if you do not want me to be your um, vocab teacher for your distance learning children, although honestly, I think a lot of my friends at the time of this recording have finished their school year or are just wrapping up. I was talking to somebody the other day who was talking about limping across the finish line and my heart, I feel so much for you guys who were, I called you surprise homeschoolers, but I feel like I have to qualify that because what you guys who have had your kids in school all year and then surprise have them at home and are trying to teach all the things that someone is paid full time to do. Um, and frankly, depending on the number and age of your children, multiple people are paid full time jobs to do and you are suddenly surprised without warning or any control being asked to do it yourself. That is not homeschooling. That is an impossible situation that you were thrust into without agreeing to it ahead of time and with no options to even go on any field trips. <laughs> you just have to be stuck in your house by surprise. So congrats to you. And I got to tell you, there is no way you could have done that brilliantly because it is an impossible task. And so at whatever degree of success you feel like you had, it is 100% successful. Hats off to you because this mama does not love surprises. And so I just shudder when I think about what you guys have had to go through. So hats off to you, seriously. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It was an impossible situation, and I hope that when you're listening to this, you are officially on summer break, and um, we can pretend like all the problems will be solved by next school year and not think about that just yet. So let's dig into something a little different, shall we? Um, with your headphones in if you don't want me to teach your children any new words or confirm the words that you've already taught them, if you're anything like me. So today... <laughs> We're going to do part three in your life as a garden series. Part one was about the six human needs. Part two was about protecting your sprouts. And part three is the shit that falls on you helps you grow. Yep, that's right. So what now? We are going to talk about the next phase of gardening. So for me, I have started around the seeds and transplanted those seeds out into the garden. I dug garden beds, got them all set out, dug aisles, put some mulch down in the aisles, although that was a fabulous consequence for my nine-year-old when he was naughty. He had to mulch the rows of the garden. Um, it was an epic battle to get him to do it, but 
the first time, I don't think it affected his behavior. The second time, I think it did. Um, <laughs> because I told him, I was like, look, there's more rose in the garden. And so when you're naughty, this is just going to be your consequence until the garden is completely mulched. So I guess the fact that I have two rows that are not mulched yet means that his behavior has improved. So, so there you go. Um, but I now am looking out at my garden that is growing and it's a really exciting thing. And I've got sprouts that I'm protecting and I actually have more trays of seeds that I have sprouted, that I have planted and, and that are starting to sprout that will need to go out into the garden. And so there's more work to do. There's always work to do. You've never arrived in the gardening journey or in really the personal development journey. It, you're never all the way there. And I've talked before about, you know, the the negative thoughts in your head and, and combating them and, and rewriting the voice that's in your head and those kinds of things. But I want to be clear and say that the the goal here is not the absence of negative thoughts, because that's not going to happen. You're always going to have them. There's always going to be moments of self-doubt. There's always going to be moments of starting in a new direction and questioning your decision. And frankly, if there's not, it means you're not growing. If you're not meeting difficulties, you're not growing. The difference is that, you know what? Shit happens. You can't stop it. But the difference is how you handle it now. Because before you looked at these problems, these struggles in your life that you couldn't stop before you threw up your hands and you were like, well, screw, screw, I guess I'm screwed now. Like those, those things that happen, you have two choices when you meet those obstacles in your life. You can either, they can either stop you or you can learn to adapt and extract the lesson from that difficulty and grow because what is the best thing for your garden? Like you plant the seeds, you protect your spouts, and then what? You just sit back and hope for the best? No, you tend to that garden. You tend to those plants. You look at them and you see what they need and then you feed them. And like I said, what's the best feed for your garden? Manure. Literal shit. <laughs> that is the best thing for your garden. Why can't we view the problems that we face in our life as the same thing. Here's something to grow. Now, I want to be clear. That does not mean that I'm glad when negative things happen to you. That doesn't mean that you need to look at them as good things because there's some really bad stuff that should never happen. But honestly, for most of us, the, the, the struggles we deal with are not super bad life altering things all the time. You know, we have a couple of those, but for most of us, they're inconveniences and they're opportunities to learn. But even the really, truly bad things, I'm not glad it happened. I don't think you should look for that. I don't think you should pile it on top of you on purpose, but I think that you can look at what can I learn from this? What good can come out of this? It doesn't mean that it's good that it happens. So think back a couple of episodes ago when I talked about good or bad, it's hard to say. And if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it because you don't have to say this situation was good or bad. It just is. And what can I take away from it now? 
The best thing for the garden is the manure. It helps it grow. We don't grow and change as much in good times as we do in difficult times. When things are easy, when everything's going well, and we're like, life is good, we don't grow and change. Now, there's a benefit to that season because we need that rest. We need that restoration to be ready for the next fight. But you can't stop struggles from coming your way. The only thing you can do is figure out how to react to them. And your choices are to let them stop you or look at and say, screw you situation that wants to crap on me. Come at me, bro. And get your feet under you and extract the lesson from that struggle. And it's not as easy as it sounds. I I really truly mean that. But even looking back to your surprise homeschooling situation, I know that not everybody was in that situation, but a lot of people were, and particularly a lot of people who listen to this podcast found themselves as surprise homeschoolers. What good came out of that situation? Doesn't mean that now you're going to be permanent homeschoolers. It doesn't mean that you have to like the situation. It doesn't mean that you have to now say, oh, well, this was a good thing. I'm glad this happened. No, you don't even have to decide how you feel about it. You don't even have to decide for definitely how you feel about surprise homeschooling. Although my guess is most of you know exactly how you feel about surprise homeschooling. But you don't even have to decide. All you have to do is say, what good came of this? You know, I got to hang out with my children more. I got to see firsthand how they learn. I got to sympathize with their teachers who struggle with this on the daily. I am considering homeschooling now, or I am confirmed that I'm not. Although I have to say a little caveat as a homeschool mom that I feel like what you experienced was not a fair taste of what homeschooling is actually like. And so when I hear people say, oh, I knew I couldn't homeschool, it breaks my heart a little bit because you didn't get to any of the good parts of it. <laughs> you only got the challenges. Um, anyway, that's a different that's a different episode, I feel like. But my point is, as I was listening to people who were finding themselves in these situations that were out of their control and felt like they were getting dumped on and it really was difficult, you were doing an impossible task in the midst of a pandemic because there was nothing easy about any of it, right? Trying to work from home, having your husband working from home, having your kids home, not being able to go anywhere, worried about what was coming in and out of your house, like all the things. And we did it. And what did we learn? And what blessings came from it? What good things came out of it? And one good thing could be an awareness of what you do and don't want. One good thing could be an awareness of what you want to bring back into life as it reopens. Those are all good things. Think about your garden, look around at your life, see what's happening, see what it needs and fertilize it. Take that fertilizer that's dumped on your head and see what the good is that can come out of it. You guys, I love coming and talking to you. I realized this was a super short little blip of an episode because it's a really, it's a really simple point. It's not easy to do, but it's simple. And I just want to encourage you to take a new look at those difficult seasons in your life 
And guys, if this is something that blesses you, give it a like or a follow or share or a rating or a comment. Those things, I love getting the feedback from you. I love hearing your thoughts. I love hearing suggestions for episode topics. And I love seeing you turn and pour out what has blessed you onto somebody else. I hope that you guys have a fabulous day wherever you are and that you remember that you are created. You were loved into existence on purpose, with purpose, and for purpose. And I can't wait to walk through discovering what that is with you.